Hey y'all, welcome to Down the Rabbit Hole. It's your host, Riley Rabbit, and I have my dear friend, Miss Paris Banks, in the house hey today. Guys. How are you doing, love? I'm great. I'm excited to be here, finally. This is your first time in Vegas. It is. We have not done anything but shopped to get ready for today and then got yeah, here. We've been rushing around everywhere. I can't wait to just chill after this. It's gonna be dope. So wait, is there anything in Vegas you're like I have to do or see before I leave? Um the strip, definitely. Just to, you know, just see it. See the crazy shit. She's staying at Mama Rabbit House, so yes, I gotta I be tour guide. So I'm um, super excited you're here. Thanks, me too. I do wanna do some ATVs or something while we're here. That sounds fun. Yeah. We gotta call Manny. Manny's our guy that does the guns with us. Have you seen the gun episode? Uh-uh. We did a gun episode. We went out in the uh, desert and shot him. He brought all, like, the AKs and rifles or whatever the fuck he had. What do you have? Uh, like a sniper rifle. Yeah, we, so he's out there. That's lit. Let's do that. We can do that. I'll call Manny. <laughs> Manny's the guy. He'll love that. I even say, what's up, Manny? So, anyways, I brought you on. Um, we met in a very weird way. Did yes, we not? We did. It was kind of like a, like a fate kind of situation. It was. I'm with Marcella, who has been on the show before. Marcella Bella, she, um, and you were with... Kiki. Kiki Clout. Clout. Kiki Clout. So, we're, and then it's so weird. We're just like walking down the street and, and we're like, each other. Marcella's like, hey, Kiki. And then we just end up being friends. Like, from that moment on, like, we were just like, yeah. all three of us were like, bam. Clicked. Yeah, so it was super cool. But um, I didn't know you was kind of already a fan. Before, uh, 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 I was. I started. Well, I started following you. I don't know when. Jesus, probably at least like a year and a half ago. Okay, so you probably found me like six months before you actually met me. Right. Okay, that's. And I think it was. I think I seen you probably interviewed one of the girls or something, and I, that's how I seen your. Probably. Page. Yeah. Yeah. When we clicked, we um, clicked over fine dining, and smoking. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, yeah, I can go eat some rich Simple people. Simple yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was dope. Um, but somewhere along the line, I def, uh, definitely, we, as learning each other, we figured out that you have actually had, like, a really crazy experience. Yes. So uh, the Lord has blessed us with an extra year of you in, uh, in our life. An extra year? I only get so one? So far. So far. Only... I'm hoping that, I don't know, she'd be bad sometimes, so I don't know. But... I'm trying to get another 50 at least. Listen, Jesus. so... Talk to us about who you, so you, you've been in the porn industry for a while, right? Um, about two years. Two years? Yeah. And how did you get, we're just going to go back to how did you get into that? Uh, well, I started dancing like 11 years ago, started getting into, you know, more risque type of it and learned about porn and that was it. Who got you into dancing? Because when Kiki was on this show, Kiki told us that you got her into the game. I did. So you was out here scouting or what? what was your... Well, I used to be a little, you know, a little PMP or something like that. A little something? <laughs> okay. Back in the day, you know, after I originally started dancing and I learned, you know, about the sex industry, sex work and whatnot, I, at one point I had like quite a, girl, quite a few girls working with me. So. I thought I was the only one out here that didn't know I had competition, okay? No, so. <laughs> baby, I need that 50%. I need all that. Um, that's so funny. So, Kiki, you got Kiki on. and But y'all, most of, did you keep, that's the only girl you really kept around then. That's the only girl that I put on to my level. Like, mm. everybody else, like, you know, they weren't really, how, how can you say it? They And they still aren't. 
They're like... You just kind of know early, I know. Yeah, they're like small-minded with the shit. They, don't, they just want like little basic necessities of life. They're not looking at bigger pictures. And she was one that was like, okay, she's looking at a bigger picture. Yeah. I can tell she's, she's a, a go-getter. go-getter. Yeah, so I was like, let me put her all the way on. She's a little obsessive-compulsive. So I was like, when you, when you get her on a thing, she gets very fixated on yeah. that thing. And so I was like, if she was about that making money in the bag, I could see her just being like yep. zoned in there. And uh, we actually met at Panera Bread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least we know that Kiki Cloud is not a liar because she definitely said that. Yeah, I know. We definitely did. We were both, um, she had been there for a while and I had just started and we were on like the bake, the baking shift at like 3 a.m. So before it even <clears> opened <throat> and it was just me and her there that day, there that day. And the same day we met, um, I quit. <laughs> They're like, I'm out of here, but you want to go sell, go Swing that thing. And yep, exactly. And then she hit me up a couple weeks later, and she was like, you know, she knew I got to the bag, and she, like, wanted to know more, so it was over from there. I love that story. Yeah. I was helping hose. It's my favorite <laughs> part. <laughs> so in that time, you have just, and just, I don't know if you, and you don't have to answer this, have you, like, had a pimp or anything in that process, or was it always no. you, you were always on your own? Or? Um. Well, I will, truth be told, I originally... Other than dancing, because that's like, you know, everybody knows about being a stripper growing yeah. up. But I, growing up, I never knew it was like, oh, you could escort or like get paid for porn or things like that. Mm-hmm. Like I never, I grew up in a Pentecostal church, so it was like very fucking oh, sheltered. you was a good girl. Yeah, long dresses, long sleeve shirts, like very sheltered. Um, so originally this girl that I went to club with to dance, after my son's father passed away, I was like, shit, I gotta get to a bag. And she was like, oh, come dance with me. So I went to the club with her, and the very first night, I was like, what are you doing after this? And she was like, this is back in the the old hoe days. <laughs> what I'm about to say, you're gonna know this shit was like back then. She was like, it. oh, I'm doing the back page thing. I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, you know, yeah. I never, I don't know what the hell an escort is. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm 19, just lost my baby dad. I got a kid. I'm like, I gotta figure out something. How did you have your first child? At 19. 19? Yeah. Yep, his dad passed away in a motorcycle accident five days before I had him. Oh, so my struggle started a long time ago. <laughs> poor thing. Yeah, but that's I got, tough. you know, it's cool. We're making it through. Um, so, yeah, she told me about that. And then the first night, there was this guy at the hotel after we went to the club. And he had, like, eight bitches in the room. And I was the only little white girl that was, like, you know, like, didn't know what was yeah. going on and shit like that. But I was like, I'll be damned if I'm fixing to, like stay in this situation because she told me she was like all right he gonna take 30 percent or whatever you make so the very 30 first, that's good they got a hundred of mine yeah the, the first night or whatever um i sat on the bed and they, he didn't think i was paying attention some little you know she don't know nothing type of girl i was watching right over his shoulder Just on the computer up game i was watching him get on the computer and post that little ad to back page and seeing what he was saying and shit like that and when the clients would come in boom getting a couple of their numbers the next day i went and got my own room Posted your own shit. And I was like, sayonara. (laughs) I'm out of here. Yeah. You know what's funny, though, is that was a big thing, though. I always knew when... um, I always knew when girls would come check for references or hit you about stuff like that back in the day. I always knew when their pimp was answering their ads. They talk different. They do. So, but... um, Sometimes they get sassy with you, like almost worse. Like girls are always, usually they're nice. It's, it's usually like some dude's pee who's like mad right. or, or they're pee to answer them. But a lot of peas won't, won't let them learn that in the beginning. Like mm-hmm. I remember there was like a big thing just in general. People were like, nah, she got to put in a year before I give her any game. Did you ever, but you didn't really I, deal with peas, so. Yeah, no, I never, I, that was the one day situation. Just like, like boom, and learned one it. You're smart, I should have been like, bye. Listen, I love my two, the two people that I have dealt with and I've talked about on the show. I love them to death. We have what history we have, but I definitely wish I would have just been like, <laughs> <laughs> out. 
Because there was a lot of money back in the day, man. It was, yeah. yeah. So I seen that quick, too. It was like the first night that I did that after working at the club, and it was slow and shitty, and I had made like three grand after giving him his little money. And back okay. then, 10 years ago, a little $3,000 for a 19-year-old, I was like, oh, okay, That's shit. a lot, yeah. Bitches are out here being hoes for free at clubs, you know, one-night stands and all that shit for no for reason. For a rest solo cut. Exactly. So, yeah, it's true. So, you start dancing, you're moving around, and then... You like were you dating? Were you dating during this time or like? Cause I know yeah. for me when I was in the game, I definitely needed to still have somebody that felt like home. Yeah. That was why I was attracted to a Pete. Cause it was like he knew what I was doing. He didn't question me. I didn't question him. He knew what time it was. When I came home, I got to have my time with him. It was like personal. It wasn't work. That makes sense. You know, so that was what was very attractive. We was just chill. Like sometimes we would just go. Like, we did everything. Jet ski. We traveled. Yeah. I love that stuff. But it's really hard to find boyfriends. But you seem to be in the time that you've escorted, were you able to date? And how was that experience? I have. I've had multiple relationships. Um, obviously, none of them lasted. But, yeah. And, you know, it's when you first... I'm a big believer in, like, everybody deserves a choice. So if you get with me, you don't like what I do, you could either help change it, deal with it, or walk away. And yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah, I'm giving everybody that option, and everybody walks into the relationship with, oh, I can deal with it, or I can change it. And most of them try to change it, or try to deal with it, and then eventually they're so in love that they can't handle this or that or whatever. It doesn't work out. Um, So yeah, I've had some pretty bad endings in relationships. Yeah, a very very scary ending in one of them. Yeah, that was about a year ago. Yeah. How did that, um, I mean, so for people who don't know, you were shot in a domestic violence situation, correct? Right. And, um, I mean, tell us about that experience. Like, what, how close were you, were pronounced dead? Were you ever dead? Were you on the way or I think pretty I close? Dead. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, um, you know, going unconscious. It was a crazy experience. I was dating a guy and our relationship was always on the verge of some bullshit one way or another um you know it wasn't like I was getting my ass beat every single day it wasn't that type of abuse but it was when you know every three months or something an argument would blow up and his anger would just be like irate right and then he would just like hit me one good time and do some serious damage to me type of thing and we break up for a couple days, weeks, whatever, and then mm-hmm. eventually I would let his ass back in. But every time it ended up getting worse, and I didn't heed the red flags, and yes, I ended up almost losing my life. I was given a um, 30% chance to live, yeah. and I did, so God is good. And that's what I'm saying, they gave us at least another year, so thank you for that. But um, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. I mean, I've I've had to deal with certain situations in my past too, so I've been there before, and a lot of people, they kind of criticize women in domestic violence situations because they always say, oh, you could have left. Yeah. And they don't, it's, you can't because it's almost, the trap is more mental and emotional than anything. Right. Um, very manipulative too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, very manipulative. And it's worse when you're a sex worker or in porn or anything like that um, because... It's like where we attract like, that type of person. Right, almost. and then people think that like you deserve what you're going through because you do what you do. Yeah. But like clearly this person had an option to begin with. Like, yeah. You know, I wasn't given an option if I want my ass beat. <laughs> yeah. And and mo- my domestic violence situation actually happened before I was in the industry. Mine was when I was just dating this guy in the Navy. And, you know, he had a whole different life somewhere. And that man, he, I, I don't know if I've ever, have I told this story before? 
I've never about heard getting froze out. But this was like during like the first few episodes. Yeah, I had. Um, so we haven't actually talked about that. I told you I haven't shared my experience with that. So I was dating him. Um, I was in school at the time. He had told me that he had recently got a divorce and his wife took his child and left. Well, basically what happened was Noah's wife was in the Air Force and he was in the Navy and she got stationed somewhere else. So the child goes with the mother. And um, so he was just stationed there. She was stationed somewhere else. But he led me to believe that she had left him. So I'm like living in the house. Like we're like, wow. I like all this crazy stuff. And like little by little, little things would start to happen. Sometimes it would be like some of these in the beginning or like a little like nudge or push or, <clears throat> or just feeling like you just start feeling very sorry. Like, or, and they, it's almost like they victimize themselves, right? Exactly. Something traumatic happened to them that caused them to treat people like shit for some reason. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy. Cause it's like, I've had crazy shit happen to me and I don't treat people like shit. So, yeah. you know, but because for whatever reason, a woman just have this like, innate ability to just like over nurture and just want to save people and help people. It's like not all of us, but there's a big group of us that do. And it's like, I need, you know, I fall in love with that type of stuff. Like I need someone. I like catering to my man. I like making his plate. I like doing his laundry. Yeah. I'm very domestic when it comes to my relationship. Now the rest of the world, fuck y'all. You can kiss my ass, but my man, (laughs) my, yeah, I'm very, it should be. yeah, Yeah. So, but that type of stuff, it's scary to, at this point, that that stuff attracts very, um, a certain type of person. Right. You know, somebody who needs somebody to do everything for them. Yeah, it, it does. It really does. <clears throat> yeah, so I ended up getting to the point where he started drinking, and then um, I got a DUI for this dude. Like, it was so bad. Wow. Yeah, and he had a real problem. And it's, he would rip my clothes off and lock me in the room. Oh, my God. And he would turn the air conditioning all the way up. That's how it started. And then the other time, he knew that I hate scary, scary movies, right? So, and I never have watched The Saw. Because even the sound of it just, like, makes me cringe. <clears throat> and he would turn Saw on while I was sleeping, really super loud. And he would have already turned the air all the way up. And I sleep naked. So then all of a sudden, That's I would just weird. feel my blankets, like, get ripped off. And he would, like, close the door. And I would just be like, what the fuck? And I would have nothing. I'd just be in there so cold because he was mad at something I did That's that day. That's weird. It started off like small punishments. Damn. Yeah. And then just one day he finally lost it. He did something that told me, um, they try to make you jealous on purpose. Right. Um, little shit. He told me that my, my, one of my best friends at the time had sucked his dick. And so I walked up to her. I was like, why is he saying that you sucked his dick? And she was like, are you fucking kidding me? I have never. She went over and slapped the dog shit out of him. He turned around and, like, drug me out this place. Oh, my it God. It was a mess. And then I remember he always liked to, like, try to humiliate me and, like, make me naked in some way. So, like, he would rip my clothes off and then throw me outside, like, outside the complex. It was, like, shit like that. And it was a oh really, my God. really, really bad experience. But I did feel like um, I ended up leaving. My dad had to finally come get me because my dad never gets involved. My dad's a very non-controversial, very quiet, chill person. Never gets involved. And he finally was like, we'll buy you more stuff. Fuck that stuff. Leave right. it there. It's not worth it. Yeah. I'm sorry you went through that. That's yeah, awesome. it was a tense. So that's why I feel like I hadn't really got to talk to you about it. And I kind of wanted it to be here because I, like, I feel you. I've been there. I feel like I was maybe like a week away from being exactly where you were. Because yeah. he was sitting outside my mom's house for six months. Every day he'd come by. 
I couldn't even come home. Girl, this man was on stalker level two. He still slightly is. I'm not going to bullshit you. Like, he's from in jail. Even so, in jail. And so he's in there for me. attempted murder. Yeah. Um, I How mean, much time did they give him? Because it's crazy. We're still, we're still going to trial. Um, it's... The whole thing is just... It's a fucking lot. Like, it really is a lot. Yeah. Um, there... How do I put it? There's some details about it that I didn't fully tell the DA, you know what I mean? Because it could be worse on him in jail. I, it could make it a lot worse. I'm, I'm just like, I don't know why I'm like the person that really doesn't like to deal with the police and the courts. And it's, it's like crazy even now. This man me. shot you and you still want to protect him. I know. It is very crazy. And it's not even like that I want to protect him. It's just like I don't. Like, the evidence is there. I just don't want to be involved anymore. I just want to live my life and, like, move forward. But it's not... I was in a situation three years ago where I was stabbed as well. and From the same guy? A different person. Mm. Um, I don't think Damn, we, what you got between your legs? Girl, everybody says that. This is why I don't tell people this. <laughs> she got that snatched your soul. This is why I don't ever mention the first situation. That's crazy, though. Because people, like, literally look at it like that. And I don't know. It's it's harder now to date, too, now that I've been in a second situation where I almost lost my life in yeah. a relationship. So it's like men, I don't know, they look but at me But it's not like, abnormal in our industry. That's what's crazy. It's not abnormal. You're not the first person I've heard that's had several attempts or pretty close to death situations. And we recently have lost girls in the industry from yeah. very abusive situations. And it's not, it's just, it sucks. But like I said, people, for whatever reason, have this thing in our head that we're like less than human. Mm -hmm. One, we're already a woman. And two, you're a woman that sells sex or whatever in any form. You don't even have to touch me. You just be a webcam model. And you're automatically yep. put in that category. Same category, yep. So it's like, yeah, no, that, that, that level of abuse is just, it's a very attractive, for whatever reason, like we attract that type of character. Yeah, seems so, that way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you could go back and be like, these were the red flags. I definitely seen red flags. Um, but I'm a tourist, so I love red flags. We like to run, you know, towards the red flags. Um, That's bullshit. <laughs> bulls like red flags. They this is do. a fact. Bulls like red flags. You're yeah. right. So, you're sitting on this big red couch. I had the fucking, it looks orange. Was your eyes okay? Is this orange or red? This is orange. This is red. Red. Let her know it's orange. <laughs> it's more orange than red. It's more orange than red. <laughs> All right, it's official. Yeah, I guess it's like yeah, it's like a, like a, like a blood. It's like a blood orange, maybe. Yeah. yeah, it's like a blood orange. Um, I don't even know what we were talking about now. You know, I can't be wrong. <laughs> I have to find some way for it to be correct. It is. I want to know what what it was. What it said when they ordered it. Probably the same exact. red. Blood orange. <laughs> blood orange. So, what were some of the red flags like that you could have seen? Um, because hmm. this didn't just happen overnight. It still wasn't like it boom. Didn't. You know what I mean? Like I guess you know I did have I had one male friend that I've never had any sexual relations with. It's been a good person since I've known him. Um, and the first little time I ever had him come over, I moved into a new place when we first started dating. I threw a little housewarming party. My best friend, his girlfriend, kids, everybody was there. Um. And then I invited this guy as well. And it was just like after the first day of us hanging out, he instantly, like, he's a Pisces. So it was just like I was his from the first day type of shit. Yeah. Um, and then it was like my... Never again. He was like, oh, you can't be <laughs> friends with him. He will fuck you if he has the chance, which I'm not going to lie. I see, I see the picture now. I know, I know where he was coming from because secretly deep down that friend did have some kind of weird feelings towards me. 
Yeah, but um, you have to understand that that's, that's natural. How, that's human nature. Yeah, that's and natural. Like, but he started to express the that shit. That doesn't mean that I have to that I acted on it though. No, no, no. Yeah. And I, I never did. We never did anything together. But um, I can see where he was coming from, like where he was leery about this male friend because eventually he ended up like saying things, you know. Or oh whatever. yeah. So. So he wasn't wrong. Yeah, he wasn't wrong. And me and the dude aren't <laughs> friends anymore, even though I'm not in a relationship, um, because I didn't look at him that way, and it just made it awkward for me. Um, but there, that was the first red flag, and then instantly we like instantly started living together, which <laughs> pretty fucking instantly. I'm just like, oh my god, I feel like I'm just like reading my life right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he tried to change things, like you know, he wanted me to kind of get out the hustle when we first got together, and he got he got to a bag. He was a go getter. He was you know able to handle things. So I was like, all right, I'll try it. And I'm like, I'm a woman that loves to have fun, so we can have threesomes. I took him to swingers clubs and stuff like that, but um, don't do no sneaky weird shit behind my back. Like, you know what I mean? Especially when I give you a choice of what I do and to deal with it or not to deal with it. Like, give me a choice too. And I, I give you an I'm option. I'm so like, big on that. Thank you. Like, if you're going to fuck around, like, give me a choice if I want to stay or not. Right, exactly. Because maybe I don't care. Maybe I'm going to go fuck around too. Like, we're going to have Exactly, we just have an open relationship yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? But, like, keep it real. So he wanted me to stop what I was doing pay the bills, do this, do that for me. Okay, cool, great. And it was like two weeks in, and then here he is out here trying to buy pussy. Not buying pussy. Buying pussy, though. I was like, how are you going to ask me to walk away from things similar that make me money, and you're out here trying to buy it from bitches that know me? I'd be pissed. Oh, I was very mad. I was very upset. And that was like the major first red flag. And I was like, whoa, hold on. I'm going back to what I do. And yeah. I went right back to what I do, because I was like, this is not a stable situation, even though you can pay things you're not loyal and you're not reliable. You're lying to me. There's sneaky yeah. shit going on. So cool. Great. If you want to still fuck with me, you're going to still pay these bills, but I'm going to go back to what I do. My money's going to start stacking. Cause I know this is not going to last too much longer. Yeah. And yeah, so that's what happened. And, um, I guess that was a very hard part for him to deal with, but he dealt with it. Yeah. Um, but you, I mean, you, you said earlier you had kids. So like, how, like, how are you handling all this craziness with your kids at the same time and trying to figure it out. Are they, were they with you the whole time or? Yeah, my kids live with me full time. Yeah. Um, they'd never seen no, this last relationship where I got shot, they'd never seen any, well, in general, they'd never seen any crazy abusive shit in our home. Yeah. Every time we got into a situation, they were at school, the babysitter's house, whatever. And yeah, mom had like a fucked up face or whatever, but I always. You don't think that they know? Um, they do now because they know he shot me. But at the time, you know, randomly, it was like two or three times over a year where I had like a black eye busted up face. I told them an, a car accident happened or a four-wheeler yeah. accident or I fell or whatever. Like, I never made it look like he was the bad person because he was still in my household and I knew I was still going back and forth. Yeah. So I didn't want my kids to be like scared or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and they never seen it. So, yeah, I didn't want them to be like yeah. worried. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking back to like all those moments when I saw something, it, it's going to come back up. You know that, right? Like, well, how old's your oldest one? 11. It's going to come back up. Only because I have flashbacks from remembering when my biological dad was very abusive to my mom. And like, even though I wasn't always there, like coming in, you just have these like moments um, where it flashes back. You're just like, and it's just like a second, you know, like I don't even remember being four, but I remember like. Seeing my well, mom in a moment. They'll know? definitely, I mean, they're they're definitely going to have things that flash back because my older two actually saved my life when I got stabbed. Oh, wow. Three years ago. Um, 
It was like two in the morning when it happened, and they're literally the so only what brought him, still what here. brought somebody to the point that they just stabbed you? Like, what was the scenario leading up to that? He had drank two bottles of tequila. That person, that relationship, was not an abusive relationship. Mm. He was a very actually he was a very good person. Like, and I don't yeah. I don't talk to him. We haven't spoken in a couple of years now. Um, but he was always the peacekeeper. It was a family, a very close family friend for about twelve years. We had thrown a party that night. He literally had drank like two bottles of tequila. I had cameras all inside my house and shit. And it's mm-hmm. just like a situation escalated. Me and him had a disagreement. I tried to go upstairs. The party was over. I tried to go upstairs to go to sleep. Told him to sleep on the couch. Let's talk about it tomorrow. One of his family members, some some chick with that had her two kids there also. It was just her kids and my two kids at the end of the night. We were all supposed to stay the night. Wanted to escalate the situation. It kept coming upstairs. So this isn't even your boyfriend. Out. We, we had we had little you know hookups here and there but over like over twelve years. years. Yeah. we had just started dating not even a month. Mm. So seriously, started dating for not even a month. Like where we started spending more time together. Um, and she escalated the situation. It kept going back and forth. Like it was crazy because he had his gun. I had my gun on me, and it was like he came upstairs. Shit kept getting irate. The kids got woken up. Um, fast forward, give you guys a quick story of it. Like. I sent my son and my daughter down to the basement and was like, yo, take your sister, lock the door, don't come out until I tell you to come out type of thing. The way my first floor was set up was like a kitchen here, a bar. There's one little entrance between the bar and the, the refrigerator. It's like a, to the kitchen. Then you got the um, basement door right there inside the kitchen also. Outside of that is the dining room and you can go to the front door into the living room and all that. So I'm in the kitchen. I'm, like, trying to clean shit up. I told them, you know, get your shit together. Get out. If this is how you're going to be arguing in front of the kids, they're all awake now. Like, just leave. Time to go. Right. So I'm in the kitchen just trying to be cordial. I got Kiki Cloud on the phone. She's on FaceTime. She's watching the shit. And trying to pack food up from the party and all that. He's standing there blocking the kitchen. She's rah-rahing on the other side or whatever. 30 minutes in, I got cameras in my kitchen. The scene, like, rolled everything. It was just, like, retarded. And I'm like, yo, I'm over it. If you guys aren't going to leave, you're going to stand here and keep arguing. I took five minutes to pack your shit up and just go. Like, why are we still standing here? Yeah. For 30 minutes, my kids are downstairs still. Um, I was like, you know what, Kiki, I'll call you back. I'm about to just call the police because I can't handle no more. As soon as I grabbed the phone off the bar, he, hi. Um, <laughs> That's our next segment coming in. <laughs> he, um... He grabbed a knife out of the block and started stopping me because I guess he thought I was going to call the police or something. Like, we never had one argument. And just lost just it. Lost it, girl. Like, completely fucking lost it. It was crazy. That's insane. Where'd you get stopped? In my stomach. Oh. Um, had a couple scar revisions. The, the, one, the first time he stopped me was over on my left side and all my intestines came out. How does that... Uh, literally, the scariest thing to me is being stabbed. Yeah, it was... Like, what is that? I don't know how to be so graphic, but what does that feel like? It, it hurt like a motherfucker. I mean, I guess also like my... It's like a burning or... My adrenaline was going so quickly and everything happened so fast that it was like... I felt it at first and I guess instead of feeling more pain, I felt my intestines in my hands. Like I felt my intestines start bulging out immediately. Oh, wow. So um, that's the one scar I never got fixed was that one right there. It's yeah. Like, it goes on the side. And the yeah, soldier. Like, and I was just like... And I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I can remember saying him like, "Oh my God, I can't! You just stabbed me. Are you serious?" And like, and then he did it again, right in the middle. And um, <clears throat> was yeah. it just like immediate pain, or was it like you zoned out and then it kind of clicks in? Honestly, like I can't. When I think about it, I can't remember the pain too much. 
maybe just feeling like I couldn't breathe um, and it hurts to breathe. Um, that really wasn't, pain wasn't really going through my mind when it happened. It was, he, like, after he did it, he ran off immediately. He ran out the house. So just, like, surviving And that drove point. off. I ran into the basement. Me and my kids got out into the alleyway. The whole neighborhood's, like, asleep. So they're screaming, banging on doors. I told my daughter to get, like, a towel from inside the little basement to hold She's, like, apply. having to tell them what to do. Yeah, because, like, I, I tried to, like, run down the alleyway to get to the main street, and I collapsed. So I was just, like, in the alleyway, laid out, bleeding everywhere, my intestines and my hands and shit, like... So my little girl was like so brave. She took a towel and applied pressure everywhere. And, um, and my son had found somebody in the neighborhood up the street, and the neighbor drove me to the hospital. And I was I, unconscious when I went into the hospital, but I made it through that because of my kids. Wow, that's intense. It is. I'm trying not to cry. Right now. <laughs> that's intense. And you know, I think it's funny because. Um, you know, even though we are we are like very targeted in relationships wise, like people always say it's super dangerous what we what we do and it is dangerous, but like I've had so many girlfriends who um nothing ever happened to them the whole time that they are working and something life altering happens like as soon as they get out of the industry. It's like it's crazy how it's not even just women in the industry, it's just like women in general. We just like are like we're just victim. We, we just are attacked way too often, you know? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I never, like, I don't know. I never expect, like, I should have expected it. And it's crazy because, like, the situation of being shot, I should have seen that one coming because he did have major red flags. He was abusive prior. Yeah. And then even, like, a month prior to him shooting me, he pistol whipped me with a gun. And that was the first time I ever seen him with a gun. So that shit took me by a way huge yeah. surprise. Like, I knew, like, you put your fists and hands on me, but... For you to, like, he just out of nowhere stood up and pissed with me across the face, and it broke my cheekbone. And so I should have known that, like, you know, because after that, I, got, I did get him arrested that day. He pissed with me. And and he came back. They bailed, they let him bail out the same day. You let him back in? Um, he did not move back in, but we were talking on and off. He tried to propose to me, gave me a ring, tried to make shit better, whatever. And the thing I thought was interesting when we kind of, like, briefly talked about before is, like, he, you guys were in therapy. Yeah. We, um, when we first started having issues in the beginning, when he put his hands on me the first time, you know, I left, got, I told him, you know, to go or whatever. And he begged for a position back in my life. And I was like, all right, you have to do counseling. You have to do anger management, something like, and it started off as a solo thing for himself. And then it, it continued to be couple. And when the therapist basically said what <laughs> I already knew was, which it was a toxic relationship and he couldn't seem to grasp the way he was. He, like, couldn't admit who he was or the way he was. He yeah. still can't. Um, so basically, like, sum it up. She told me to run. And, you know, he felt that vibe. He felt that, like, the even the counselor was like, this is not a good picture yeah, for this, this woman not, specifically. This is not it, yeah. Yeah. And then he, like, didn't want to go to counseling anymore. And it was just, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. All, all I can think back is, like, if there would be anything that I changed the day that I got shot, I would have just caught out running, like, just left, just, just ran, like, because I, I literally pulled up to my house and got out my car to walk into the door, and then I heard footsteps running up behind me, I just left the gym, he followed me to the gym, followed me home, and then ran up behind me walking into my door, and, um, did he ever tell you, like, why, like, what was his reasoning that day, like, what got him to the point that he felt like, was he just, like, um, had you, because you had left, or he felt like you were going to try to get him in more trouble, or... Because, no, he told me straight up, but if he can't have me, nobody would. Um, 
That's the number one most reason for women to be attacked is telling a man no. Yeah, no, because we literally, we weren't together anymore. He did propose within that next month before he shot me. Um, It was on the spot. It was very random. It wasn't even like a romantic thing like I would have imagined, you know what I mean? It was like a Hail Mary almost. Right, exactly. Um, I took the ring, but he, you know, we weren't on a good level anymore. And then Exotica rolled around a year ago in New Jersey. And that was all in the same month prior. It was three days after Exotica that I got shot. And um, that drove him fucking crazy the whole Exotica event yeah. or whatever, even though he knew that's where I was going for work, all that type of things. Like, it, And it didn't bother him when you were working or when you were dancing or when you had to do events and stuff like that, when you're shooting? Oh, yeah, of course it bothered oh, yeah. him. But was, my thing is that, like, you know, if you're that bothered, then walk away and don't be in the relationship because when I try to change it for you, you were doing things with people in my industry behind my back and embarrassing me. Up. Like, that's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah I, I'm really big on that, too. Like, I just... There's just so many other people, like, not my friends. Like, yeah. Or people that or know people me. people that I have to like, deal oh, she, with or work she with. She left porn for this man, and now he's out here trying to book porn stars. Like, come on. Like, it's yeah. just... Yeah. It don't, don't make me... The worst thing you could do to a woman is embarrass her. Make her look stupid. It's yeah. like, we will love the shit out of you, and we will deal with so much dumb shit. And at the end of the day, like, as long as you don't embarrass us, we'll pretty much let you get away with everything. Like, Every damn thing. That was just don't embarrass one. us. God damn it. Don't make us feel like we're dumbasses for loving you. <laughs> and that's how we always end up feeling. Like, damn, bro. I'm so tired of that shit. Shit. Friend, I can't believe. That's a lot. I know. I'm writing a book, you guys. So stay tuned for I the rest of the that. details. I love that Can't story. give you guys everything. So on a happy note, yeah. you got a few nominations this year. I did. So you, far, I've had um, Urban X, and the nomination's actually closed today for AVN. Yeah. I know. I was uh, People started uh, doing it for mine. Well, I ended up posting it later because I found out somebody did it for... I didn't even know that they had like an adult podcast one. I'm like, eh. Yeah, so That'd the AVN cool. nominations are going on. Hopefully, we'll both be there winning something. That'll be dope. Being a nominee, at least. I didn't even know that that was an option, so it was definitely cool for me. I love that. Yeah, yeah you, got a, you had a few things, but you've been working with... A, um, have you shot with any mainstream people yet? You have, right? I have a few. You've been with um, like Freak Mob. Freak Mob, Bang Bros, Pogs. Um, I just did a couple scenes with some individual talent as well. It's been fun. Making good money, living life. It's, yeah, it's been a really, you know, for everything I went through just a year ago, I was sitting on the plane on the way here assessing like everything I've done in the last year. And I was like, wow, I've actually done a lot. You have. You've been a busy year. little bee moving, podcasts. Podcast scenes. I've had about 10 scenes, almost about 10 podcasts this year. I've been to a couple countries all over the damn U.S. Yeah. And I also started Bank Girls Entertainment, dropped merch line. Fire shit. She had all that stuff at Exotica. We went to Exotica this year together. Um, And it was fun. We had a really good time. We had a good group of girls. Everyone was hustling. I was getting a bag. I was helping each other get money. So I had a good time there, too. It was fun. So Yeah, it was damn near. It was exhausting yeah yo this that was, was a long week <laughs> this was the first year that miami and new jersey i did two booths at both um and it's fucking expensive it is it is expensive, especially when so we had got our we had got a booth and then we rented like kind of like sold spots to girls that they wanted to be a part of the booth and that was like i mean there's no return on that no <laughs> just no. like you definitely are doing it just to put yourself in a good position or, you know, whatever. It's Networking. Expensive. It's very expensive. The, the convention people, whoever, like, 
That's the way to go. All I'm thinking about is like, I just need to be by a big ass fucking convention center one day because mm-hmm. those dudes are making bank. They are definitely. There's no way. Like our booth was like almost 15k. I believe it. It was a big ass booth though, and it was nice. It was a nice <laughs> booth. It was a nice yeah, booth. It definitely had a nice laid booth. out. I love it. So we're gonna actually go do some. Um, is there anything else coming up with you right now? Do you have any like exciting things? shooting with browsers in a couple months i'm getting my titties back stay tuned for the bigger titties yeah let's talk wait can we talk about that yeah so you had some issues because you got shot in the chest right so i got shot in a few places but how many times did you get shot three times where uh the first one was in the chest and the other one was in the stomach here and then in the hip it went out this way and came out my butt cheek and the bullet uh chipped off a piece of my hip dang so it was technically broken or whatever, but yeah. And you fun. still look fine as fuck too. I can't even with yeah. her. Like I know, you, I understand like having scars can like feel some type of way, but like I feel like they're badges of honor. Like man, look, I at, know, I'm a fuck. I live through this shit, bitches, and I'm still fly. It's like, hard because you know people. You like people judge and they think automatically you deserve shit because of what you did for one. Yeah. And for two, but they're gonna um, think that either way. I know. And then for fuck two, em. it's just like I hate being like. I hate being pitied and I hate being a conversation piece. Yeah. Like when I want to sit down and talk about it, because I know this is what we're going to sit down and talk about. That's one thing. But, you know, in sex world, like of being behind the camera or even just meeting somebody in my private time and that becoming the topic of conversation, it throws off the entire mood. Yeah. It's a very deep conversation. And I feel like people stare at it. Like when I'm fucking, I feel like somebody's like staring at it or something. Really? It's just like, it makes me so uncomfortable. I think it's cute. I don't know. I like like scars. Yeah, I can't get in the vibe when it's like, when my scars You feel like someone's looking at you. Yeah. So they have some revision and stuff that you can go through too, right? I did. I, I went. I got a revision after the stabbing, and that was great. And then I got shot, and I've never had to uh, go through one of those. Like, what is that process like? Is do they just like cut this? Do they I cut think, it out? Like, I was what, asleep, so I think they just cut the skin out, and then and like, they just like do a better style. Up and down, so they like cinched my waist in this way a little bit. That's why I'm like not as wide here. So I gotta go get stabbed. <laughs> Basically, is that the, that's the key? Go, go I mean, I did get my ass done and all that, but I wasn't. My waist wasn't always this in. So the first um, stabbing, yeah, they, he pulled it in out in Dominican Republic. Then when I got shot, they um, the ugly ass trauma center. They did that shit all fucked up. I did get another revision this year. Um, that it looks okay, but I'm doing another one because I don't like it. It's not. As, it's not. As it's not where you want me. it to be. Right. Um, as well as my titties. I did those twice Yeah, because you've had to have them, like, taken out. You got sick a yeah. few times, and they rejected. Pops, so then I, I got another pair in February. They rejected. I got another pair in May. They rejected. So here we are. We're going to go for another round in January. Fingers crossed. Or you could just, like, be beautiful the way you are. I know, but I just want bigger titties. They're still cute. Just a little nicer. That's all. <laughs> I'm glad you do it. Listen, at the end of the day, I'm a big believer in like, even though I'm body confident, I'd love for people to feel great in their body, right? We were talking about this earlier. It's really hard now because I'm in a position where I am a curvier girl and I do flaunt it, that it's like I have to be very cautious about like, damn, I do kind of want to go get some lipo around the stomach. You know what I mean? Like, and you see, like, I don't even eat. I'm not like a terrible eater. I don't like overdrink. I have a lot of like thyroid issues and I've had surgeries that made it very hard for me to like 
lose weight in my stomach. Right. So now it's like, I want to go get that shit sucked off, but I've been so body positive. No, listen. That I'm like, thing. fuck, they're going to come for me, but I'm like. Fuck that. You know what? I, body positive is whatever makes yeah. you individually feel positive about I know. yourself. And I mean, Not, I've had work done, like, so yeah, I can't okay, say. Everybody should be great with what they're given, but at the same time, if you look in the mirror and you're not happy and you yeah. feel like you know what i don't feel confident when i get dressed i don't feel like i can go out this way but i don't even way. have like, that you don't have that i don't like i don't give but a fuck i'm like i'm looking like this but body like, positive ways on your audience that you're worried about clothes just feel they just a lot of better. women in this world do have that yeah they do they don't they feel don't, good they're not happy looking in the mirror and stuff like that so i do feel yes body positive natural is the main best way to be yeah. you can be but if a little bit of surgery i mean i can't talk i'm just like big a little leg. bit of surgery yeah. helps you feel better about it i think that's body positive as well like yeah do what makes you feel good as long as you, you wake up and look at yourself and like i'm bomb that's you know what? yeah fuck what everybody else i just feels. it just some of this it just gets really really bad sometimes you're just like uh it's because it's not even like you're just fixing a few things it's like you're just changing your whole face now and some people and you're just like baby oh my god listen i can't lie because if i showed you guys a picture <laughs> <laughs> you got the, the the real life catfish i listen i'm bitch i'm about 100 grand in my body Damn. my teeth my face my arms my whole 360 here my boobs my ass my everything but my thigh has been touched that's probably why it looks so natural the thighs get yeah, let you get away and i've done more. multiple rounds i've done twice on my ass i've done twice really? on my lipo twice on my arms i definitely knew you lipo. had the ass done but i didn't think all the other uh, stuff. all these fillers those lips nothing yo have you seen me um are you a real barbie teeth, doll all that shit yes i'm deep in it like what is your like if you were like i have to say that this is the one surgery i have that i'm like absolutely recommend my teeth I was going to say that. Everyone yeah, says it's It's worth it? It's worth it because I feel like this is what people see the most. And yeah. Being confident to smile in people's faces and not feel like, oh, do I have it? You know, I used to have a, a gap in my two front teeth. Uh. Um, if you were to, I mean, they were That's straight. so cute. They were straight, but it was a gap. And it's cute on some people, but I didn't feel confident. I didn't like, yeah. I never smiled with my teeth. I felt, it was like, and it changed my whole face. So Yeah, I'm sure. I, I mean, we've even had people be on the show and then they've come back later. And like, they've had... <laughs> their teeth done and just their teeth and it looks like a whole nother person i'm like whoa that's crazy and i have pretty straight teeth that they could be like whiter they're white but i've had braces my whole life yeah well that's why but i'm like sometimes i'm like ooh, that perfect barbie smile would be fire if i would have got braces i probably would have been perfect because mine were very straight yeah but i think i do i should do a whitening though because i smoke too much weed and i drink wine I'm a wine a weed head okay yeah that's okay we're gonna go so i'm like this is gonna get a little deep whitening i'll be cool I feel like I've seen you somewhere. Kanabushi! Well, I'm Kanabushi Chris. I'm in Vegas Cannabis, Tahoe Cannabis Magazine. See, maybe you've seen him before. I have on TV. So Chris is in the house. We invited him. Um, I met him through our good friends over at Loud Pack. I was over there looking at some merch, and he was in there. And I would, we did it already with Poppy, but Poppy was a very like she was teaching me how to do sushi for the first time, and then we did like a, a thing off of it. But he's like the pro, pro, right? So I'm like. Uh, he's he was and he's into roses, so I gave him one of the hoodies from the show. You're and, gonna be dinner and she's gonna be dessert. Yeah, I know, I love it. I love it. So we're gonna do a little nude sushi live. Yes, you guys stay tuned. We're gonna stay tuned for that. That's gonna go on the Patreon. Um, let people know uh, where they could follow you, where they could find you. Yes, of course. Because you do bust it open online still. Then <laughs> 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 of the day, fuck. Okay, listen, we tired with the tears. We about to go get the twerk shit. Um, you twerk it online, you shake yes, it online, all bust that. it open. Whatever you want to call it, we're doing it. Where can people find you? Okay, so Twitter and OnlyFans are the same. Paris Banks underscore triple X. 
And Instagram is at official underscore... Paris Banks 6-9. That one. Official underscore Paris I don't know. Banks I know because I fuck up everybody's Everybody's. Name. You were talking the wrong <laughs> page for a while. I was like... It's happening. Well, first of all, it's the shorter page. And you know yeah. what? I've noticed that this keeps happening with me too because down the rabbit hole TV is the Instagram page. But my backup is rabbit hole TV. So people will just put rabbit in and that's the first thing that pops up. Oh, that's up. the, see, rabbit hole TV is the one that I think I. Yeah, which I'm fine with because that one yeah. I needed to grow anyways because if you never know, girl, these, these pages go down like that they tomorrow. Do. So like, just go ahead and build the backup page. Right, yep. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of funny because. <laughs> So y'all make sure you follow yes, Paris. You're gonna be at the next Exotica. Uh, that's this weekend, and no, I'm not. No, but AVN. I'm gonna be here with you this weekend. Um, but I will be at AVN, and you can go to bankgirlsentertainment.com. Girls is with a Z. You can find all my merch there, and I have a fuck a fan contest. So sign up. We talk about it. What's the photo fan contest? Fuck a fan contest. Oh fuck! Oh excuse me. Yeah. Fuck a fan. Okay. Yeah, so I'll see. Um, yes, yeah, it says $50, and you can... It's like a raffle? A raffle. Waffle. Waffle? Waffle? A raffle. Yeah. A waffle. Apparently, you can't say raffle on, raffle on certain really? things. Yeah, it's because it's technically considered gambling in certain states. Ah, you can't gamble shit. or something. So you got to say well, waffle. Okay? On the waffle. Put it in the quote. Whoever wins the waffle is going to get um, a chance to record a personal session with me if they would like. If they choose oh, to. excuse me. Where yeah. do I sign up? <laughs> <laughs> well, there might actually be some OnlyFans content later because we do yeah, plan I don't think she needs out. to sign up. This is Paris's <laughs> first time in Vegas, so it we're is. definitely going to go late. But Cheers to that. You know what's crazy is it's Wednesday. It's the one day there's like really nothing to do. So we'll probably... Uh, but I'm still going to get you drunk at dinner. We're doing it. And we're going out Friday. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, I can't so do that because I don't got panties on. Yes, please don't get my YouTube deleted. All right, bye guys. Anyways, y'all, we'll see you next week. And stay tuned. Make sure you guys check out the Patreon right now um, because we're gonna ship over here. We're gonna do some naked titties, and we're gonna have some actually guests come come eat. We're gonna all eat food off of each other. It's gonna be really hot. And make sure you sign up for the Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Down the Rabbit Hole TV. You guys know where to find us. We're here every week. Thanks for going down the rabbit hole with us. Bye. Oh, did we sign out already? Did we sign out already? Well, we're still rolling. Okay, uh, shout out Trippy House. Thank you guys so much for the video. Trippy, Trippy, Trippy uh, House. Make sure you guys find it. And make sure you guys follow uh, Kanabushi. C-A-N-N-A-B-U-S-I-S-H-I? Yes. Right. Kanabushi, make sure you guys find him if you guys want to do any kind of... Um, he does cannabis-infused sushi, as well as nude sushi, um, dinner party sessions, all that. Absolutely. He does all that. Absolutely. I'm Mori, but I also am one of the... Mm, best cannabis best chef cannabis. in the house. Let's do it. We're going down the rabbit hole. Let's go.